Wisdom that comes from heaven. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. People are often tripped up by the difference between perceived wisdom and actual God-given wisdom. Perceived wisdom is wisdom that one Uh, perceives they have or have gained uh, because of their own intelligence or their own um, ability to deduce their way through certain situations or um, it may even be completely disconnected from reality altogether in the sense that they perceive that some path they have chosen for themselves is a wise path when in fact it is a path uh, laden with uh, destruction that they don't yet see because they don't have a vision to see the end from the beginning. (laughs) And they're just starting out on this perceived wise path and don't realize all the pitfalls coming their way. Um, Children often run into this trouble uh, of believing that they're on some perceived wise path When in fact, because they lack an understanding of what the future will bring, uh, they lack a present understanding of how unwise their choices are. James confronts us with two kinds of wisdom in James chapter 3 verses 13 through 18. uh, Human wisdom versus spiritual wisdom, which is the gift of God uh, for everyone who submits themselves to the way of the Lord. Um, and commits themselves to the way of the Lord. Um, The world's wisdom will always fail us. It will always come up short. It will always um, uh, leave us wanting more. God's wisdom will never fail us. God's wisdom will be perfectly timed. God's wisdom will guide us on reliable paths um, and help us to reap uh, a harvest of righteousness, as James says in this passage today. Uh, Before we get into the text this morning, though, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you once again for your word. We're grateful for this opportunity to pause and study. And we pray, Jesus, that all of us would be available to all of you in this moment as we study your word. Tune us in to what your spirit is doing and saying in this moment. We want what we received from you today through your word to be applied to the maximum benefit in our lives. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, this is James 3, 13 through 18. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done and the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. From where you have envy uh, and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere, peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. Um, I love the question that James begins this section with. He says, who is wise 
and understanding among you. (laughs) The person that answers that question out loud in the affirmative is definitely not the person that James is is talking about. Um, If they perceive that they are wise and understanding, they are not um, because their selfishness, their delusion has... um, prevented them from seeing reality. Who is wise and understanding among you? That's not a question asking for hands to raise. (laughs) It's a question causing each of us to pause and and wonder if we are wise in any way or understanding in any way. It's a call to humility. Who of you is wise and understanding? Behind that question is none of you is wise and understanding, but God alone. Um, And so you have to track with what, where James is going here. He says, if you are wise and understanding, um, instead of perceiving that you are, show that you are by your good life, by deeds done and the humility that comes from wisdom. He's connecting true wisdom to true humility. And he's, he's talking about wisdom lived out in the trajectory of one's life. Uh, if you're humbly going about your life, doing deeds that God directs you to do by his wisdom at work in your life, you will quietly do those things and your life will be the loudest testimony to the wisdom of God at work within you. He says in verse 14, but if you harbor bitter envy, that's jealousy essentially, and selfish ambition, um, pursuing a goal Uh, regardless of what you must do to achieve it. Do not boast about it or deny the truth. Um, He's saying, look in a mirror. Don't don't brag about that approach to life. Um, Crushing people to get ahead. Bitterly uh, jealous over what other people have that you don't have. uh, Feeling as though you should. That's not a position of life from which to boast. Uh, but look in the mirror. Don't deny what's true. Be honest if that's you. He says, such wisdom, in quotes, does not come down from heaven, but is earthly. It's of the flesh. It is unspiritual. It's demonic. Only the enemy uh, could put up such a person on a trajectory like that. He says, for where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder in every evil practice. It's so true. Uh, it's so true. Just look at our culture. Um, there's envy run rampant in our culture and people are selfishly ambitious, uh, going about pursuing their selfish goals, uh, not considering who they have to crush or step over in order to accomplish their goals. And, uh, a world like that is a world of disorder, uh, where every possible evil is present. James goes on in verse 17, but the wisdom that comes from heaven, from God, is first of all pure. It's peace-loving. It's considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Doesn't that sound like the heart of our God? It's pure. It's not motivated by selfish things. It loves peace. It, It contends for peace. It's considerate. It puts others ahead of itself. It's submissive. It's willing to put its own will aside in favor of God's will. It's full of mercy. It practices uh, the character qualities of God that we see uh, coming out of the heart of God. It's full of mercy um, and good fruit. 
it, it bears out uh, uh, fruit that people can look at and say, that's a good life. It's impartial. It doesn't pick favorites. And it's sincere. It's honest. It's true. Uh, there, you will find no fault in it because it's on. It's a God-led trajectory, and um, the Spirit of God is at work in a person's life who exhibits this kind of godly wisdom. He says that these are people who are peacemakers, who sow in peace, and they will reap a harvest of righteousness. The harvest of righteousness is available to anyone who will um, allow God to sow, transform them, that their life looks like this, that they're walking in godly wisdom, that they're expressing godly attributes in the way that they relate to others. Uh, they are peacemakers who are sowing in peace, and they will reap a harvest of righteousness. Uh, not righteousness of their own doing, but righteousness accomplished within them by the Holy Spirit of God at work in their lives. Um, the two pictures are quite distinct from each other. And the picture that he paints of godly wisdom is much more appealing. And I think the hope is that anyone who would read this would say, that's what I want. That's the kind of life I want. That's, that's what I'm after. Um, he makes the other kind of wisdom wholly unappealing. But he calls it out in truth. And he, and he paints a perfectly honest picture of the way some people live their lives in this world. Um, but the second option, the uh, the life of godly wisdom, looks far more appealing, and you can sense the peace and the and the joy uh, present in a life like that. My friends, I'm sure that we know people on both trajectories. Perhaps we have been on both trajectories at times. I pray that the life of godly wisdom would be so appealing to all of us. Um, and that we would exhibit that life in such a way that it would become appealing to others and our witness to them, uh, that God's uh, glory would shine through our lives when we live this way and draw others to himself. It's a way of witnessing, my friends, when we walk in godly wisdom. It's a way of showing, <laughs> showing off God's good qualities and God's capabilities and God's good work. And so let's show off his good work today by living for him. My friends, have a great day as you continue to consider these words, and I pray that they would bless you in your hearts.